Hey, LaSalle Catholic, it is Friday, October 21st, and you're sitting at the round table, friends, so pull up a glass of mead and a big old turkey leg, and we're going to have a great conversation here at the round table today. The one and only Lauren Kilberg, our campus minister and middle school religion teacher, is going to join me on the show, which means we're bringing back Finish the Lyrics. We're going to have some awesome conversation. I'm excited for you uh, to hear this, because we're peeling back a little bit of the onion that is Lauren Kilberg. You're really going to enjoy it. Uh, so thanks for tuning in. Let's go. Friends, those of you who know me well know that I love games and I love music and I love musicals. One of your stories, wasn't it Scribner's? Yeah. Some magazine. Oh yeah, it's one of my favorites. It was blind windows, if that's what you mean. Because we're bringing Lauren Kilberg on the show, and we're going to play a musical, well, kind of a church and musical-themed Finish the Lyrics today. I'm super excited to play that. I haven't played it yet, so you're hearing this live before it happens. That's why you're getting this kind of potential energy vibe for me being super excited to have her on the show and play that game. Um, and I've been listening to, that was uh, Sunset Boulevard. I've been listening to that all week. It's just, I don't know, I love it. It's, it's good music. Uh, good musical from, uh, from several years ago. Anyway, welcome to the show. This is The Roundtable. It's the podcast that brings to you um, the newsletter, the LaSalle Catholic Chronicle. And that is the first reason uh, that we exist, is to bring you the newsletter in the most easy to digest way possible. Secondarily, we exist to be more of a family. And so I think this is maybe Lauren's first, four, uh, sorry, fourth time on the show. Um, and so we're gonna we're gonna just like you do with family. We're gonna we're gonna dig a little deeper, and we're gonna get to know her a little better. Um, she's an amazing person, and I think you're gonna enjoy the conversation. Uh, I gave her a heads up yesterday or the day before that the conversation um, gets kind of beyond the surface and into some more meaty topics, if you like, uh, about faith and that sort of thing. And she's very excited to come on and chat. Um, so I'm looking forward to doing that with you um, as family does. Um, but also as family does, let's start this thing with prayer in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Gracious God, you're so good, and you give uh, people in Iowa and some parts of the world beautiful changes of seasons. So help us to learn from that, um, that there are seasons in life, and help us to learn from those. Uh, help us to appreciate these beautiful days before the cold sets in, um, and to appreciate all the good gifts that you give us today and this weekend. Amen. In the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. I think that's about all I need to do before I give you the buzz, because the buzz is a doozy. There's a lot in there, so let's dig right in. Here it comes. Oh my, there is so much today in your in your chronicle. The calendar just packed. Um, so Family Fun Day from the Parent Association on October 23rd. That's an I'm on Ice Arena. Um, so there's more information later in the newsletter. The 24th to the 31st is Red Ribbon Week. More information below. Conferences are next Tuesday and Thursday from 4 p.m. until 8 p.m information below. The Feast of St. Jude is on October 28th, also a day of no school for students. Then we have the end of first quarter on October 31, happy Halloween, followed by all Saints Day, so we'll have Mass that day at 10 o'clock. Um, then we will not have um, Wednesday Mass that week because we'll have Mass on November 1st instead. Then November 3 and 4, 8th graders are on their Vallejo retreat at Camp Wapsie. More information is coming, 8th grade families. November 6 is Daylight Savings Time, so set your clocks back an hour. Then November 8th is Picture Retake Day. More information below. 
Election day is on November 8th. The parking lot will likely be a little challenging that day, so be ready. We have Mass at 10 a.m. at St. Jude Church on November 9th. November 11th is a Dollar Jeans Day. November 11th is Veterans Day. November 16th, we have a liturgy at uh, St. Jude Church again at 10 a.m. PA Trivia Night for the first time ever, 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 ever is from 6 p.m. until 8 p.m. in the Middle School Commons. More information below. Uh, we have another Spirit Day on November 22nd, which is also a day that we have a Board of Ed meeting at 6.30 in the middle school. We have no school on November 23 through 27 for Thanksgiving. Uh, November 24 is Thanksgiving. Classes resume on the 28th. And then we have a um, another liturgy, 10 a.m. on November 30th. Whoo, baby, we got a lot going on. Then in the electronic backpack, there's a St. Jude Parish Halloween event. If you know people from the other parishes that would like to send me stuff, I love sharing stuff from our parishes, so I'm always happy to do that if they send it to me. Um, then Middle School Red Ribbon Week has a flyer in the e-backpack, uh, as does Elementary School Red Ribbon Week, including dress code information for Halloween the following week. Then uh, Holiday Greens fundraiser from uh, the... Oh, I believe it's all of the um, fine arts and music at Xavier. Then the ice skating event has a flyer. October lunch menus and breakfast menus. Bus forms, um, that's going to become due in like a week. So get on that if you want to make sure you get that reimbursement. X-Men wrestling form. Uh, Xavier Catholic School's task force think tank September minutes. Future Saints card, becoming a substitute teacher, Eucharistic adoration, and script information. Um, in the principally speaking note, in the little video there, I just mentioned how excited I am that we have so many families signed up for conferences. Um, so this is the best I've seen since I've been here in terms of family participation. Um, we've got about 20 families in each building, and obviously about half those overlap uh, who haven't signed up yet. And we've still got a few days to go. So I'm very thankful for that because when parents and schools are in touch, kids uh, are the beneficiaries. So thank you for that. Uh, conference meals, we would love to have... Uh, families sign up to help provide meals. There are Sign Up Genius links for elementary school and middle school for both the 25th and the 27th. Um, if a lot of people chip in, then it's really easy to make it happen. So please consider that. Then Ribbon Week, Red Ribbon Week is about celebrating life and living drug-free. So that's October 23 through 31. Uh, please note the elementary and middle school dress days do differ a little bit. So make sure you follow the students' correct dress days. A flyer was sent home at the elementary building to all the kiddos there. They're both posted in the e-backpack as I said. Then uh, picture retake day is coming up. Photographers will be in both schools. Um, that is November 8th. So if your kiddo is absent on picture day or need to have their picture retaken, they can do that. Um, you'll need to return the entire picture package you received to school on November 8th for your student to hand the photographer at that time. Uh, those are dress code days um, in the middle school and dress code are better in the elementary. Food service info. Um, our food service software, it's called Total Access. It's going to be doing an update to allow connectivity with PowerSchool. So that update is going to erase family contact info that's currently on Total Access, and it's going to replace it only with the main contacts information on PowerSchool. So if you want an additional contact added to Total Access, please email Ryan Gertz at r. G-E-E-R-T-S at LaSalleCatholicCR.org, and he can take care of that for you. Um, there are two requests from the gala. One is we would like very specific help um, with gift cards. So if you have a 5, a 50, or anywhere in between gift card to a local place, Starbucks, Target, Hy-Vee, a salon, whatever, um, you can hand that to Heather Williams or to me in the parking lot, and we're going to collect those to um, bolster the packages in the gala. So that's an easy way to help if you don't have a lot of time to give. And then the other one is um, 
honestly, I've been having a ball calling, I don't know, I've called about 25 places in the last three days, asking for um, coupons or gift cards or you know a party for eight, whatever, and almost everyone is just saying yes. They are very happy to give. We tell them it's for LaSalle Catholic and to provide tuition assistance, and they say yes. So um, we are getting packages that are worth anywhere from 50 bucks to several hundred dollars, um, and people are just very happy to give. So I would love someone to help me with that, or three or four people, um, because we have a lot of places we'd like to call and the more places we call and get yeses from, the more partners we make in the community and uh, the more we can raise at the gala. So contact me uh, for either one of those things if you have questions. Uh, the phone number is 396-7792. My email is my first initial and my last name, zzexer at lasallecatholiccr.org. Then there's an STO video to explain the impact of STO and contributions and how it helps our families, our schools, our community. Um, so the latest video called STO Matters 2022 Impact Video, it's in the newsletter. Um, this is the last reminder for non-public parent busing reimbursement. We want you to get that reimbursement, so please make sure that you uh, fill one of those forms out and turn it into school ASAP. See, regarding script, this is the last one for all LaSalle Catholic. If you're on the fence about participating, just think about how you can use script to pay for the things that you're already buying, like gas. Right now, Quickstar has a bonus 9% rebate. Would you love 9% off your gas? Yes, you would. Um, that continues through the end of this month. All you gotta do is uh, get a physical card started, and then uh, there's 25 and $50 cards in the St. Ludmilla inventory, they can get one to you right away. Um, so you don't even have to like really wait for it. They can have it for you next week. Uh, once the card is registered in your Raise Right account, then you can add funds to it anytime and just always save 9% on gas. Are you kidding me? Um, more information, you can email lcscrip at earthlink.net or call Paula. She's at 319-329-6829. In the middle school, fall conferences, please make sure you click on the link and sign up. Like I said, uh, we're only short about 20 families right now, which is fantastic. Then um, the Scholastic Book Fair is coming up um, 24th of October through the 27th of October. Um, so get ready. Um, all kinds of great posters and books and things are going to be there. Then the Athletics Can Drive has been extended through the 27th. Drop off aluminum cans, glass bottles, plastic bottles right at the trailer on the north end of the school parking lot. There's a pallet by the trailer for drop off. So please do sort bottles and cans beforehand if at all possible. All that money goes towards athletic fee scholarships for participation as well as equipment. Thanks and go Lancers from Mr. Dole. Then Homer Club, just a reminder, every Monday through Thursday from 3.30 until 4 of every week, uh, we have Homework Club after school. So if your middle schooler needs some extra support um, with homework, even just having you know another adult over their shoulder for half an hour after school or helping them get things out of their locker and turned in uh, to the teacher and that sort of thing, um, Homework Club is for them. That is absolutely free. Uh, then Discover Xavier, the class of 27 families are invited to explore all Xavier has to offer on November 14. So eighth grade students and parents are invited to Discover Xavier Night Monday, November 14 at 7 p.m. So you can explore, learn about uh, how Xavier positions its graduates for success in any and all post high school endeavors while developing the total person in a Catholic environment. Um, so doors will open at 6.30 on the 14th and um, they begin the program at seven o'clock. The Saint Shop will also be open and I happen to know they just got a whole bunch of new stuff in the Saint Shop as well. More information, contact Kara Jones. She's at 319. 294-6635, extension 313. Or you can email her, Kara, it's C-A-R-A dot J-O-E-N-S at XavierSaints.org.
Then, uh, LaSalle Catholic Elementary News, the Usborne Book Fair, and more returns. So that is going to be on the 25th and 27th, uh, same day as conferences. There are some new titles this fall. You can shop in person. You can page through exciting educational books that you love to read, storybooks and chapter books, science, facts, and more. Uh, the library will get half of your purchase in the new books for the library. Visit the full catalog at www.booksforourkids.com. Then click shop and LaSalle Elementary. The conference sign-up links for pre-K 3, pre-K 4, kindergarten, and grades 1, 2, 3, and 4 are all in the newsletter for you. Then the pumpkin carving and decorating contest. If you talk to my son, don't believe him. These were not due on Monday of last week. All LaSalle Elementary students are invited to participate in the pumpkin carving and decorating contest. So those can be turned in starting on Monday the 24th all the way through Thursday the 27th. They'll be on display in the main hallway. Pumpkins need to be taken home on the 27th. Any leftovers will be disposed of. All participating students will win a free dress pass. Let's be creative and have some Halloween fun and decorate the hallway. Halloween parties and costumes for pre-K 3 through grade 4. Those are going to be on Monday, October 31. I know the middle schoolers can't wait to watch the little kids parade through here in their cute costumes. Students are going to be encouraged to wear an orange, black, purple, or Halloween-themed shirt with dress code pants. Costumes should be brought to school in a backpack. Children should change into them in the afternoon before their parties and parade begin. Teachers will be sending information home to the parents who have volunteered to send in treats for the parties. And thank you for that. America Reads wants to thank all the parents, grandparents, Xavier students, staff, priests, friends who shared their love of reading with students yesterday for America Reads. Students had a great time listening to all your stories, so thank you from Mrs. Sean Gibbs. Then it's time for cold weather clothing. Well, today is not, but it will be again next week. Um, so the children need warm pants, jackets, hats, gloves, mittens, etc. We do have some that your child can have for free if you need that. Um, so if your family is tight with money right now, um, I can see them from my office. There's some really nice coats still in packages. Um, haven't been touched by human hands. Um, brand new, um, different shapes and different shapes, different sizes and colors. Let me know. Um, no one else needs to know but you and me um, that I handed that to you. So please just let me know. Finally, from the Parent Association, Family Fun Day at I'm on Ice Arena this Sunday, October 23rd from 1.30 until 3.30. That's $5. That includes your skates. And $2 of admissions will be given back to LaSalle uh, when you tell them that you're with LaSalle Catholic. See the flyer in the e-backpack. Then, like I mentioned, the first ever trivia night is coming up Saturday, November 19 at 6 p.m. Doors will open by uh, at 5.30. We will be completed by 8.45 p.m. 21 plus only. Concessions are available. Please, uh, BYOB and Snacks. Although there will be some concessions available, um, and you can even BYOB uh, or BYO table decorations. A table for 10 is $100. Um, you can have fewer than 10 people if you like, but it's $10 for the table. And then if you want to come as an individual or a couple uh, or a small group, you can come in and pay $10 per person, and we will uh, mix groups together as needed uh, to make groups that are closer to 8 and 10 each. Uh, there will be prizes for winners. Uh, we do need 5 to 7 volunteers to make it possible. Uh, volunteers uh, will start at 5 p.m. If you're able to help, please email Sarah Ireland at Ireland, S-A-R-A, C at gmail.com. That is going to be fun and I can't wait. Um, then we have um, upcoming events. Um, <laughs> if you'd like to volunteer for Trivia Night, uh, Lazy Lancer Night, or the, the Mother Sunny event coming up in the spring, email LaSalle, PA, at LaSalleCatholicCR.org. The quick and easy fundraisers are still there. One to highlight right now is High V Receipts. We're collecting them April 1 through March 31 of 23 for the current promotion. So our volunteers that tallies them request that you turn in receipts as you get them. Don't hold on to them until March. Thank you for that. Um, and then Xavier High School Partner Parishes and Community News, St. Ludmilla Colach Dry Mix is still for sale. 
Um, the Fine Arts Greenery and Point Set of Sale from the Fine Arts Department at Xavier is on. So there's a link right there. You can also contact Holly Robe at xhsbandparents.holly at gmail.com or you can call her at 319-573-8382 with questions. Thank you for your support. The Xavier Impact Fund is selling WWJD bracelets. Uh, so after the first two weeks, the campaign's off to a really strong start. It was nice to meet some new folks these last few weeks speaking at masses. Um, and that's just because of the great community that we're part of. So we're currently at 40% of our way already to the parish goal of $550,000 to benefit all of the Xavier Catholic Schools teachers, pre-K through 12. Um, so pray for the success of the outreach. Please donate, please volunteer. And now you can purchase a bracelet. Um, so we wanted to share with our school families another opportunity to participate a group of uh, St. Pius elementary kiddos have created WWJD bracelets with all the benefits going to help the Xavier Catholic School salary so starting 5 p.m. on Friday at the Xavier football game look for a white pop-up tent near the ticket booth with a group of eager entrepreneurial students with those bracelets for sale a free will donation of five dollars is requested students have a goal of selling one thousand dollars for their teachers that's 200 bracelets is my quick math uh, so here's hoping we can help them surpass their goal uh, call the Xavier Foundation office with any questions at 319 378-4571 or email development at xavierfoundation.org with questions. Thanks for your prayers and support for that. Then there's Trunk or Treat at the St. Jude parking lot. The annual Trunk or Treat will be on October 29, starting at 5.30 p.m. and finishing at 6.15 in the parking lot. Find your favorite costumes and come join. If you'd love to see all the neat Halloween costumes, decorate your trunks as much as you would like and hand out candy to the Trunk or Treaters. All are welcome. We need as many cars as possible to have a successful night. Um, uh, so the children can have a safe, great place for trick or treating. Uh, if you have questions, contact Barb at 319 721-4149. Finally, X-Men Wrestling. Join Xavier X-Men Wrestling. Learn more at the parents' meeting on Monday, November 7, from 6 to 7 p.m. at the Xavier High School Commons. Practices will start on November 16, and those will be pre-K through second grade. That's the developmental program. That's November 14 through January 16, and grades 3 through 8 is the competitive program, November 14 through February 9. Practices are open to all wrestlers, pre-K through 8, from any of the Cedar Rapids or Marion Catholic schools or parishes. Practice begin on the 14th, and it'll be, um, I think I've already read this stuff. They just put it in here twice. Aren't they nice? Um, those uh, developmental practices on Mondays and Wednesdays are 5.30 to 6.30 p.m., with optional 6 to 7 Eastern Iowa Wrestling Cup practices on Thursdays. And then competitive is 6.30 p.m. until 7.30 p.m., Mondays and Wednesdays, with optional Thursday practices from 7 until 8.30 with the Eastern Iowa Wrestling Club. You can wrestle at, or you, sorry, you can, you can wrestle anywhere you feel like it. You can register online at tinyurl.com slash X-Men registration. Whoo, baby, that's everything. Man, I'm exhausted, but you are going to love this conversation with Lauren Kilbrick up next. Thanks for hanging in with us. Getting to know you, getting to know all about you, getting to Getting to hope you like me. Well, that was your buzz. Hopefully you didn't fall asleep. It was just a lot. It's just a lot. Um, so I'm excited now. Now we get to have a little bit more fun. Uh, now that we've taken care of our business. We always learn in grad school. Work hard now so you can play harder later. So we're going to play hard, Lauren. <laughs> That's what you learned in grad school? <laughs> <laughs> yes. Um, did you say you met my friend Dave Sorkin? No. 
Okay, somebody Sorry. somebody around here had met him. Sure, he's a lovely guy. Sorry, Dave, never met him. Lovely. He'd be laughing if you heard that description of himself. We yeah, we um when I moved when I went into grad school, my first day, like I packed, and then I saw across the hall was the guy from like kind of a rival high school, and I was like, this is gonna be terrible. <laughs> and then we ended up being really good friends. Very, very, very different personalities, but we worked well together. And uh, he became a princi- principal down in Arizona, and then he moved back to the Twin Cities, and he's doing something there now. He's never gonna hear this, so. Anyway, um, for some reason, I thought you said you knew him. This is a weird way to start the show. I'm so glad you're back on the show. You were, on, were you on in the spring last year? I think so. I feel like I'm kind of, I, I feel like kind of a regular. Is this the five, I, t- are you a five-timer? Maybe. I, I feel like I'm like an every semester kind of um, guest on this show. What's that thing that they did on that? I haven't watched SNL in years, but we're like, yeah. once you've been on seven times or something like that, like, oh, you're in the seven-time club. And so it's like Tom Hanks and Steve <laughs> Martin, and they, they go back and like, there's like a room, they get like a special like pipe and, and like a, a evening um, robe or whatever. And yeah, anyway. Yeah, so, that's me with the round table. You may, yeah. I mean, save for Monica and Heather, who yeah. I, who I kind of make the, I mean they they have they always have fun but I kind of say you guys gotta come on um, I think you might be yeah which is saying something concerned the show has existed before you are even here yeah. which is yeah anyway well, thanks for continuing to have me back <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if anybody is as excited to have to be on as you are so um, so it, it yeah it's fun um, so just a few things I said um, in the intro to the show we're gonna peel back some of the layers. Um, so we're going to get to some of those meaty questions a little bit later. Um, but just quick, I found out, I don't know when, that you and one of our new pastors, who's going to be on the show in two weeks. Wait. No, next week. Father Dennis oh, is coming on. Yeah. Um, so he's going to follow you. Um, that You guys already knew each other. He was, yeah. um, was he actually your pastor when, or... Yeah, so, well, the, the home parish that I grew up in is, is clustered. So um, my home parish is St. Donatus, but we're clustered with St. Joseph's in Bellevue, which is where I went to high school. And he was never the priest there when I was living with my parents. Um, he came maybe one of my first years in college, and then he was just always the priest um, for my parents when I'd be home um, for the weekend visiting or in the summer when cool. I was in college. Um, so, yeah, he, he did my brother's wedding over the summer and uh, worked pretty closely with my mom who awesome. teaches in Bellevue. Um, so yeah, yeah, I definitely knew him and, and I was really, really glad to, to be in the same neck of the woods with him here again. No yeah. doubt. I mean, I had heard about him when he when I knew he was coming, um, but now that I've, you know, I don't know, been to I don't know, half dozen meetings or so with him and gotten to speak at St. Pat's with him being there, gosh, he just seems like a good human. Yeah. Um, at, at the masses, and I, I'm saying this on the air where people can listen, so I want to be a little bit careful. I don't want to um, misstep and upset somebody unintentionally because I'm not want to upset you. I'm going to do it on purpose. Um, but he <laughs> he um, said at Mass, says, you know, hey, Zach Zach's here to talk about the Impact Fund. He's the principal at LaSalle Middle School. And if anybody here is interested in Catholic education, he would love to chat with you. Um, and even if you don't, you know, he was very, very encouraging. And I realize um, priests have, you know, probably more than half of their uh, other parishioners probably aren't Catholic school families, yeah. right? Um, and so I realized you're not, you don't want to alienate good people who, you know, happen yeah. to have their kids in public schools. But I really felt he was encouraging of people to get to know us, and I love that. And then just last week, he asked if he could join our marketing subcommittee. Yeah. And the only reason I didn't ask him or uh, Father Nick to join was because I thought they're so brand new to this area and they're busy sure. and blah, blah, blah. But he's like, can I join the marketing committee <laughs> if, it's, if you don't have too many people? So, yeah, he's a, just warm and friendly and super sincere and holy and... Super excited to have him. Yeah. And now he's your priest. Again. Because you're at St. Yeah, Pat's. Yeah, again. Yeah, when I think of him, I think the word that just comes to mind for me is willing. I feel like he's just so yeah. willing to serve. Um, 
and to, to do whatever needs to be done. I feel that when I reach yeah. out to our priesthood, just so willing yeah. to help. So. One of those people who takes lemons upon himself to make to make lemonade. Yeah, <laughs> kind of like, I, I didn't follow for a second, but yes. <laughs> he he okay. pursues lemons, um, yeah. like joining committees. Um, and so speaking of taking, uh, that's, a, that's a better way to say it, but like new things, whatever. Um, would you share with our families um, what's new, like any specific things that you're doing? Um, I, I'm thinking of one thing that's not specifically campus ministry related, though I'm certain you're ministering through it with one of your new clubs. Um, but just oh. things that you're tweaking with your curriculum this year or with clubs or things in campus ministry? Yeah, so I guess thinking about curriculum first, one thing that I've just been really noticing the need for in my own life and in our world is um, silence. And so mm. in my classes, um, I've been incorporating just intentionally every day time for silent prayer for students to not just listen to me pray or a classmate pray or just recite something, but to have time for personal silent prayer. So good. Um, yeah, just in the world that we live in that's so loud, just really incorporating time and space for silence. And I, I, I keep a little like um, area on my board where I write down quotes that students say when someone just says something that I think is really insightful. I'll Sweet. just write it down. And so Tavian Morris, I'll give him a shout out. I was going to say, give me one. Give me one. <laughs> uh, he's been up there for a while because he said one of the first weeks of school, when, when we're the quietest, God can be the loudest. Ooh, so I know. So we've been really just reflecting on that. And it's been really beautiful to see the way that the kids acknowledge like this is maybe um, the only time of day where it's just silent, you know, and, and it's not always good. I'm definitely not the type of teacher that's like, it needs to be dead quiet in here. I, I don't yeah. feel that way. But I do feel like in a world that's so loud, we can't hear God. Yeah. And so that's something that I've been really intentional about um, building into my class because honestly, just I've reaped the benefits of trying to do that in my own life. I'd say silence isn't something that comes super naturally to me. My number <laughs> one favorite hobby is talking. So um, it's been really great to see that uh, bear fruit. Um, the other thing, I've just been really inspired by the work that uh, the elementary is doing with Catechesis of the Good Shepherd. Yes. I've been really inspired so by good. that. Um, so just trying to think about ways we can incorporate some of those types of elements and that kind of like hands-on, a little bit more Montessori-style learning Sweet. into uh, the middle school level. So that's been really fun awesome. to see. Um, yeah, and I'm just really excited about those things. And then our theme, for, our scripture theme for the year is Pray Without Ceasing. Mm -hmm. So along with the silence, just a, a big emphasis in my classes this year on prayer, commitment to personal prayer. Yes. And um, yeah, I'm just really, really excited to see the way that our students are doing that. And, and when, I, when I see them talking about like, oh yeah, like I was doing this like, 20 day scripture challenge you gave me last night. And it's like, wait, did I read scripture yesterday? You know, like just making yeah, sure that like, for sure. I, uh, I'm just challenged by them, which is so amazing. So many times people are like, oh, you teach middle school religion. That must be awful. Yeah. They must hate it. It must be like pulling teeth. And I can't relate to that sentiment at all because <laughs> I continue to just be inspired by them especially That's in this awesome. area of prayer. Um, you, you said the other day, haven't had a bad day yet this year. Absolutely. I'm gonna knock on wood for you. Yeah. That's awesome. No, how could because, I? Cause, well, because what you do is really hard. I subbed yesterday um, for somebody who was out sick and you know it was kind of a last minute deal. And I got one period off, someone, someone else came in to sub. I was exhausted by halfway through the day. Like I forgot how exhausting teaching yeah. is. And I was just subbing. I didn't have to write those lesson plans. I didn't have to grade anything afterward. All I had to do was be in the room with the kids and facilitate their learning about, it was like ancient Egypt and a few different topics, whatever. Yeah. I got home to my wife and I was like, Laura, dude, you guys, man, oh man, it's a different kind of energy. So that's why, that's how you mm -hmm. can have a bad day. It's hard, um, but I'm glad it's still uh, giving you a lot. That's yeah. awesome. Yeah, I love the students. Yeah, they're I, so amazing. I do want to chime in on, on CGS or Catechism of the yeah, Good Shepherd. Yeah. So it's expanded. Um, I think, well, we had Emery on, gosh, was that last week or two weeks ago? It was two weeks ago. <laughs> 
<laughs> I don't just come on the show. I listen. And she talked about um, CGS, and she understands that with their schedule, it's going to be really hard to bring CGS in and do it well. For the preschool. For the preschoolers. But we're expanding at least northward or um, to the older kids, if you like. So first grade ha has it. My son is in first grade. Um, he's a very high-energy kid. He's a lot like his dad was at that age. Um, but the other day, he's put on his stuff from his backpack, and he shows me a picture of First Century Palestine that he had drawn. <laughs> And yeah, I mean, he took the puzzle pieces and traced them, but he labeled everything and was like, I didn't draw, you know, like the Northern and the Southern Kingdom and Judah. I hadn't done that until I was a theology major, mm -hmm. probably sophomore, junior year. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Um, and, and maybe, you know, Xavier's probably doing a better job than, um, you know, what I got maybe when I was in high school. I don't know. But man, I'm like my six-year-old. At least has done this once, and he's six. <laughs> and just this appreciation what? for beauty, that's part of it, too. Like, that's yeah. what was so captivating. The beauty was so captivating to me. Like, this is, you know, I always say about teaching religion, like, how do you teach someone to fall in love, you know? And so it's like, <laughs> ah! Uh, I just feel like it's just so beautiful. It's just so captivating, and, and yeah. the, the, the learning is so... Yeah, it just beauty is integrated into all of it, and that's what really. And that, that kindergarten me. class, they're they're the teachers have said they're just totally. I think Emery said on the show, they're totally taken in by it. That's yeah. nineteen kids in a class. Those aren't small classes. I know they split them up, um, but that's a high energy. They're very sweet, um, but that's a high energy kindergarten with Absolutely. a lot of kids. But yeah, you're right. It compels them, right? Because mm -hmm. they, they see. Oh, so good. Um, we have to we have to keep moving here. Yeah. Um, so no no no. Um, so good stuff going on in campus ministry. Something that was new for me in campus ministry, which I've known we've done for a while, is bringing Xavier kids. Mm -hmm. So I got to go home after uh, splurge when my own junior had come home from that, and he was so excited about it. And he's kind of in a lot of ways a typical junior boy, you know, like heh, heh, you know, just kind of like mellow, whatever. On the, on the even keel. Um, so I don't necessarily always get a lot out of him when he talks to me sometimes. Um, but he was eager to share and talk about, hey, this kid was so neat. And this kid yeah. reminded me of my best friend from uh, when I was in fifth and sixth grade. And um, he was just kind of lit up by him. Um, and so then he was doing some like new faith work of his own that he came back with. So I'm now going... And I just I asked you once, but like, what are we doing with these high school kids? Like, what do you think is the the secret of that recipe that makes you know? I know you do some intentional work, and I'd love it if you'd chat a little bit about that. Sure. But like, what is um, this whole recipe? It's it's not even just our kids, but part of what makes you so success, successful on retreats with our kids is what you do with the high school kids to prepare them. I don't know. Say something yeah. about how you see that working. Yeah. Well, first of all, I feel like I just have to mention Freddie. Uh, he was amazing. He was amazing, <laughs> and the kids just loved him. So I was so glad that that he could come. What's funny is he's so different from me. Yeah. If. If he could have been on the podcast with us right now, and he would have said exactly as many words as they, people have heard him say, zero. He doesn't, you know, he's very even Well, that kill. was not true of him on Splurge. But that, well, the, my point being, the kids, a cat of sixth grade doesn't, they think it's a joke, like a right. prank yeah, that he's my kid. They, they didn't believe me when I told them. He looks like mom. He doesn't look like me. Um, he he acts more like mom, um, or her brothers anyway. So, yeah, that's, thank you for saying that. Yeah. Um, but what, I mean, I this has been going on for a while. It, even, yeah. it precedes you and me having the high yeah. school kids come in. Absolutely. But what are you doing with these kids, and what do you see the spirit doing, and what is the recipe that makes it work so well? Yeah, um, so I, I first want to say that I I did not create this, this great idea of bringing back the high school students to help with the retreats, um, but I, I have gotten to see so much fruit from it. So... Um, when we bring those high school students back, they're pretty intentionally chosen through recommendations of people here who might have had them or 
theology teachers or people who work in campus ministry at Xavier. Um, and they're always like so excited, yeah. so excited to be a part of yeah. this retreat. Um, and, and I really do feel like when I when I think about campus ministry as a whole, retreats are just one small part of that. Sometimes people think, oh, look, that's, that's all campus ministry is, is retreats. And that is entirely untrue. Um, that is one small piece, but it is one very visible piece. So yeah. people see it. It's a big bang. Yeah. yeah. Big... Um, and, and I sometimes really do feel like the, the ministry that, that maybe is what sometimes I've, I do feel like Jesus might be inviting me even deeper into is, is ministering to these high school students. Mm-hmm. Um, and in translation, they can minister to these middle school students. So I think I actually start, I'm sorry, I'm talking a lot, but I'm going to try to keep this concise, <laughs> which is not always my forte. We haven't um, even gotten to the good questions yet. <laughs> my, when I was in college, I worked with an organization called Embark, which mm-hmm. worked with um, high schoolers and middle schoolers who were um, immigrants and refugees. Anyway, the model of that program that had been created that I also inherited was actually somewhat similar to this. And when I heard about this program, I was working for that program. So it reminded me of this. And what we would do is I would work with these high schoolers and I would teach them English uh, so that they could teach the middle school Jeez. students and we had elementary students too English. I so they did not, okay. they, did, they spoke very limited English, yeah. but it, it felt like something that gave them a lot of dignity to be like, I'm not teaching you the letter A because you don't know it and I think you're stupid, not at right. all. I'm teaching you this so that you can teach someone else. And so in that program, like the real target audience that we wanted to work with was these high school and middle school students yeah. and any other fruit that was born was just great, just great. But the real like data that we were collecting and the research we were doing was with the high school students. And so when I heard about this program, I was like, oh my gosh, like this actually really reminds me of that. Like maybe the real like the real like investment that I want to make is I can invest somewhat deeply in these 10 to 12 high schoolers who are here and I can show them how to pray and I can show them what it looks like to lead a small group and I can show them what it looks like to to show kindness to people who might not be deserving it at this very moment. <laughs> um, and I can I can show them the phrase that, that I like to share with them is I can show them maybe what it looks like to be good, too good to be true. Like, how can mm. you be so kind? How can you be so joyful? How can you be so peaceful? Um, yeah. Teach that to them so that they can model it to the middle school students and invest in them. Yeah. And so for me, that was a big shift because I had always been, I loved retreats in college and high school and I loved being on retreats and then I loved being like the small group leader and there was this moment where I'm like oh no I think it's gonna be really sad for me to not like have a group and lead a group and actually it's so much more beautiful to like invest in these people Mm. so that they can invest in can invest in these students that I love so much and then I can take that fruit that I see in the students and and move that forward in the classroom and keep that relationship with the high schoolers so um it's a pyramid scheme yeah basically (laughs) that's truly truly everyone's like oh (laughs) Now you know. So you the deposit of faith is kind of the, the original pyramid scheme. <laughs> uh, uh, I, I prefer to call it spiritual multiplication. There you go. Okay. <laughs> but yes, that's Way a little better. bit about how that program works. And I'm, I just, I love doing it. And so it's awesome. it's, I'm so glad that the high schoolers are enjoying it, or at least Freddie did. <laughs> yeah, no, he sure did. And we're, we're going on a retreat. Um, in January, where he'll be a um, retreat, I don't know what a, what age group he'll have. It'll be somewhere between, well, he won't have infants probably, but infant to ninth grade. Um, and uh, they give him a little bit of training with that, but I'm excited to see how, following the splurge, how that impacts how he, you know, is a, what they call a kid counselor yeah. um, at Family Fest this winter. So awesome. uh, thank you for that uh, from, on behalf of the other parents mm. who um, probably haven't all had a chance to say thank you yet. Um, you did not mention though, this can be quick. Um, you do two clubs. One is a continuation of last year, Rosary Club, or yeah. club in quotes, I guess. Yeah. It's not really a club. Um, <laughs> and Watercolor Calligraphy Club, yeah. which I have a ninth grader who's like, what, there's a whole club for that <laughs> I missed out on that. Um, I know you taught Ellie some of that stuff anyway, and she still yeah. does it, but yeah. um, anything about those those two 
fun side projects? Uh, super yeah. awesome. Uh, it's great to say the rosary before school on Tuesdays at 8 in the morning. Uh, that's awesome. Mr. Dole, Jason Dole comes and mm -hmm. usually helps with that too. And Mrs. Gibbs is coming now too. Awesome. And then, yeah, students come pray the rosary. And it's just amazing to see them. You give me the visual of, did you ever watch, I don't even know if I'm still on it, on EWTN, like that little girl off in the hill praying the rosary. Yes. And then like one, <laughs> yeah. at, one at a time, people come and join her. Yes. <laughs> so you give me vibes of like Jason, like coming up on the over the hill, you know, and after work, yeah. whatever. Okay, sorry. Yeah, it's just so beautiful, you know, like when you get to hear these, and they lead the road, the kids lead it. Yeah, yeah. And so, you know, maybe someone who is never, um, you know, super familiar with praying the rosary is like, I would love to lead this first decade of the rosary. So and cool. you know, and even when there's that little stumble, like I always think to myself, like how much, like this is like so adorable to me, like how much must Mary just love yeah. her? So it's awesome to get to share that great prayer. And the kids always say, one, my favorite line post rosary club was someone saying, I have never been this calm in my entire life. <laughs> That's <laughs> it's great. awesome. Do it every day. Do you do you are you aware there's a couple of girls, um, one from this building and one from the elementary school, who on the way to their walk home they stop and pray in their grotto every day? No. Yeah. They go on their they're on their knees just for a few oh. minutes, just a quick little prayer and they scoot out. No, I didn't know that. Yeah. And one of them's even on the can't photograph list. So I know she's not doing it to get the photo. No. <laughs> like as I walk by or anything. Yeah. Every almost every day they stop, they go on their knees That's for a amazing. minute, do some prayers and walk home. Yeah, that grotto's beautiful. Yeah, I'm really thankful for that. Um yes. today, um little thank you plaques are going on the bench and hopefully on the statue to acknowledge the people who made those possible. Awesome. So yeah, I'm excited for that. Okay. And then the lettering. I never even talked about that. Calligraphy, uh, watercolor. <laughs> yeah, it's it's fun. I mean, I'm just glad that people also think that's fun. I didn't know if anyone else would like that or if that's just more of a meeting. Do you get two kids, three? How many people are coming? Uh, eight to ten usually. Wow. Yeah, so that's I mean, cool. yeah, we just have a little project that we work on. We do so there's a kind of a and watercolor. Yeah, so something we're working on, like a thank you, like one week we sent like a thank you note Sweet. and we just like looked at different styles and that's so awesome. everyone's working on developing their personal style. That's awesome. Yeah, it's that's cool. Okay, we're jeez oh, Louise. <laughs> we're finally I wanna ask, are there saints with whom you resonate? Yes. <laughs> you, can't, you can't nod around a podcast with no cameras. Yeah. So um, that's all it is. Who, who, what saints do you resonate with? Or maybe it's changed. Maybe it was different from middle school to high school mm -hmm. to college, whatever. But yeah. um, are there saints that in your timeline you resonated or like now you feel like you resonate with? Sure. I, I think uh, St. Therese of Lisieux has been a favorite saint of mine for my whole life. Um, but especially in the time that I've been in ministry here, um, I've just felt, I've felt more and more connected to her. I've just felt more and more convicted of how small I am, how incapable I am, how, how great my need for God is. Mm. Um, so I feel like I really relate to that kind of spirituality. Um, this idea of the little way, like I can't do anything great, but if I rely on Jesus, like misery attracts mercy and the, the smaller I am, the more humble I am before him, the more he can, he can come through and, and help me and even do it for me, do it with me. Um, so I really relate to Therese and I really rely on her a lot. I just totally I, trust in Jesus that he's going to come through for me. After your first retreat, I remember saying something about, hey, I've heard great things already. Oh my gosh, congratulations on your first retreat. And you said, God is merciful. <laughs> <laughs> and I was yes, like, I, that I was like, what the heck? What just happened? God <laughs> really is merciful. Like, what's wrong with you? I was, what did you do? I was looking for a, it was great, or I'm so tired, or God is merciful. I was like, okay, <laughs> you just put all those pieces together for me. Yeah. That I was sitting on for two years of wondering why you said that. Yeah, there's a there's a prayer that Therese would say, and she said, uh, Jesus, please repair what I have done badly. Mm. And so all these things, just all these shortcomings that I have, yeah, he, he just really does make want to make up for all of them. So I really feel that. <laughs> um, Therese of Yes, awesome. short answer. <laughs> do, you, do you have a line or two? I guess, well, I mean, you, you kind of did that already. I don't know, a lot of times saints, and I know Therese has some where people will say like, this is kind of like, 
my bumper sticker of so-and-so would be mm -hmm. this line. Mm -hmm. uh, she uses this phrase, unshakable confidence. Mm. Unshakable confidence in Jesus. Yeah. Um, I would say that's, that's just something that I come back to a lot. Sweet. Yeah. That's awesome. Um, and then kind of a, a, a similar thing, but rather than people, are there experiences in your life, whether it was like a Kairos or a tech or a mm -hmm. service trip or, um, I don't know, a particular liturgical season, I don't know, yeah. that uh, has been formative in your life that you feel like was really impactful for making Lauren, you know, of October 21, 2022, the Lauren that we see right now? Yeah. Uh, what do we want to talk about right now? Um, I think I think really one of the biggest things for me is that um, faith was always a priority in our Catholic faith was always like the, yeah. a, a very big priority in our family. Yeah. And uh, I was the beneficiary of just some incredible priests like throughout my entire life through now. Okay. Um, but I just want to give a big shout out to maybe one of the most formative, um, Father Scott Bullock, who's in Waterloo right now with yeah. my home priest growing yeah. up. And I tell the students this, but when I was I don't, young, maybe like three or four, I remember telling my mom, like, I love going to Mass. And she was like, that's awesome. And I was like, I love it because, like, I love to look at God. And she was like, wow, you know? And I was like, and I love it when God comes to our house. And she was like, well, <laughs> You're I really talking about Father Scott. Scott. But he really, Classic. Like, he was so Christ-like to, yeah. to me as a child. Like, it was just the epitome of, like, this is what Jesus must be like. He loved, he loved his parishioners, and he was so faithful. And, and I really thought he truly was God. And <laughs> uh, is and he, he still at St. Ed's right now? Yeah. Okay, awesome. Yeah. Um, so I, I think just seeing the, the example of such great priests who were so devout really, really formed me. Relationships will do that, right? Yeah, absolutely. And yeah. holiness is just very attractive. Yeah. So I was really drawn into um, the church because honestly, I just had such amazing priests. That's awesome. So I think that was a big part of it. Um, Another, I, I would say, maybe formative experience that I had in high school, uh, just some encounters with Jesus in the Eucharist that were really important to me. I think maybe one that I'll share right now. You're talking about mass or adoration? Both. Okay. <laughs> um, maybe one that, that it's, that's maybe good to share right now is um, growing up, well, not growing up, when I was in high school, I worked at a pharmacy. You were growing up in high school. Yes. <laughs> Still working on the growing up part. Um, <clears throat> my first job was to work at, I worked at a pharmacy. And it was creatively named the Bellevue Pharmacy. Ooh. And uh, my my grandma was was older, and she would order medicine. And she called one day when I was working, and um, she asked if I could bring it to her house on my way home. So I started bringing her her medicine, which was fine, good, nothing very exciting in me because I had to drive past her house on the way home anyway. Um, and one day I dropped off her medicine, and I was leaving, and she had asked, you know, maybe sometime, like if you're ever coming to my house after you go to mass, like maybe you could bring the Eucharist too. Like if, if you think of it, if it's not too much trouble, you know, oh. very much like, oh, oh. and um, that was really eye opening to me because I didn't, I didn't realize that that would at that time in my life, I didn't, I didn't realize that that would, uh, it's so sad to say, I didn't realize that that would mean that much to her. Mm. Um, so that was kind of like our thing. Um, so I'd bring her medicine, I'd bring her the Eucharist and that was, wow. um, how I really feel really blessed that I was able to develop a relationship with her. And I think that was the first time in my life that I was like really, really, really aware that when Jesus is present in the Eucharist, like things change. Mm. And I became really aware of that through those experiences that I had just sitting on my grandma's couch, like here's all your medicine, the body of Christ. Yeah. Um, and then just talking to her. And I think that, that uh, opened my eyes to, to want to learn more about Jesus in the Eucharist. And yeah, then just continuing to encounter him in the Eucharist, I guess I had never heard someone, at the, it's crazy to say, but I never heard someone at that point in my life really just be like, this is Jesus and this changes everything. 
Um, yeah. And so I just started to, to do that. And, and I think the reason I say that I think about often when I teach religion, like how do you teach someone to fall in love is because that's really kind of what the process like felt like for me as I came to know Jesus. Like he was just so good to me and it just changed my whole personality. Mm. Like I used to be very, very, very shy. And, <laughs> um, and so it's just, yeah, just, it maybe didn't change my personality, but just made me become the person that, that I am. Um, and, and to, to not have so much like fear or mm. feel that I need to You were shy people. because you were afraid? Yeah, absolutely. And that changes everything. Was a new sense of courage. Yeah, yeah. Well, when you know that you're loved, confidence that you talked about. Yeah, when you know that you're loved, things change, and so I desperately just want people to know that. Yeah, yeah. Interestingly, yeah, they're not gonna listen. So um, I have two kids who are getting confirmed this year. Yeah. uh, Well, I guess next calendar year in the spring. Yeah. Awesome. And one of them kind of had her mind made up fairly early about who she thought she was gonna ask for a confirmation sponsor before any you know anything even started. She's kind of like, I really want to ask this person, whatever. And then my other kid was talking with. Laura on the way home from one of their things and um, we <laughs> it, it had all the makings of a kind of a panic attack or whatever and she, you know she was saying well I could ask this person or maybe this person or this person I could ask this person and Laura's like okay it's okay and she goes no I'm just realizing how many people love me oh, <laughs> yeah. like, oh okay we're good we're yeah, good yeah <laughs> yeah um, so that's a good moment so yeah excited for that piece um, all right sorry that was that was a tangent I don't know what made me think of that but there's no way for me to go from and I and I do it we have to wrap at some point so there's no grace for me to go from the things that you thank you humbly and um, with confidence just shared but we got to play this game because I'm so excited <laughs> yeah. so will you play finish the lyrics I knew we would yes! Let's do it. <laughs> finish the lyrics 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 so this is yeah this is the first time this is our last whatever this is the first end of the first full cycle of all of our games on the podcast um although i just thought of a new one let me run this by you what do you think about um not really a game but gratitude countdown and we make some kind of game where you just go back and forth from like a to z naming something you're thankful for with that letter just like boom 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 yeah. All the letters of the alphabet. Because it forces your brain then to think of things for which you're grateful and you should thank God. Um, it's a good practice. Yeah. I'm just thinking of what, what happens when you get like X. Like everyone's like, I'm thankful for the xylophone. I'm thankful for Zephyrs. I'm... I thought you were going to say Z and then I was going to throw this football no. at Because <laughs> everybody gets a handy dandy Z. Um, Peyton Zenz. Because she's awesome. Um, anyway, something like yeah, that though. Yeah, or like a right. countdown to I don't know what. Cool. Uh, okay, but that's not then. This is This is now. And this is, here we go. Whew, this is musical, <laughs> musical slash church music edition. Okay. Because it was custom made for you. Okay. It might be hard. It might be easy. I really don't know. Uh-huh. I know I know these because I picked them. You know what I'm saying? Okay, I got to try to sing. Oh, this is going to be bad. I need to drink something here. Pretty sure um, Dr. Pepper Zero is what your doctor recommends to clear your palate. <laughs> uh, well, <clears throat> Look out, because here I come. And I'm marching on to the beat I drum. I'm not scared to be seen. I make no apologies. This is me. Okay, so we started easy. Okay. I thought this was church edition, so I was like, you started no, saying the very beginning. I was like, I have never heard this song. There's show tunes. Okay, yeah. Well, there's show tunes and there's churchy music or like oh, praise or whatever. Okay, so, I like that this is the combination you chose for my personality. I'm honestly really flattered. Because it's okay. <laughs> I'm really flattered. Well, it's, yeah, you like show tunes and, and you like um, church music. So okay. here we go. This one is not necessarily a church song for a Catholic church. It might okay. be a Protestant church, but it's a song of praise. Mm-hmm. Um, 
I gotta get the note in my ear before I don't have like a little pitch pipe over here. <gasps> Last night, they, they didn't use a pitch pipe. They used humans. The Notre Dame Glee Club sang at Xavier. Yeah. And the conductor would like point to one of the guys and he'd be like, mm. like, wait, just just gotta pick one of my guys who has perfect pitch and I'll just ask him to sing wow. the note. Wow. They were incredible. They sang some tough stuff. Anyway, and thanks for coming to the show, Mom. That was really good to see you. Mm -hmm. uh, okay. You are waymaker, miracle worker, promise keeper, light in the darkness. My God, that is who you are. Yeah, that is. Yeah. Okay, uh, okay, those are pretty easy. Okay, 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 okay. It's a little harder here. Huh? Unless you're paying attention to the songs that we were singing at Mass this week really closely that you helped pick, so hopefully you know this one. <laughs> the kids, I loved this. Yesterday when I was subbing for Mr. D, the kids asked, what's your favorite church song? And I said, when you guys sing, it's, here we go. Um, oh boy, how am I gonna get this note in my ear? Um, got it. With one voice, we'll pass the word along. With one voice, bring justice to the world. And with all the angels, we'll spread the goodness of God. With all power and glory, the word of God shall reign. You know, and this is your, like, yes, correct, 100%, three out of three. Um, so unfair for you because I get to pick the key we're in and sing it where it works for me. Uh, like, my sister would be like, this is not fair. You're singing a key that I don't do well. Uh, okay, perfect. Two, uh, three for three. Next one, I would argue, is very much a theological song. No, it's not. Theological part of a song. This line has always stood out to me um, from Les Miserables, my, my favorite musical probably. Um, first musical I ever saw um, at Hampshire Auditorium. Um, uh, so this one is, um, <clears throat> Take my hand, I'll lead you to salvation. Take my love, for love is everlasting. And remember the truth that once was spoken gonna be high for you. <laughs> yep. That's the melody. Um, is it to love? Is it that? To one? love. Okay, so it's like, uh, we'll see if this comes out. To love another person is to see the face of God. So good. <laughs> All right, a little private concert here. Oh. Last one, I think I just heard the bell ring, so we gotta go fast. This is from Lion King, the Broadway musical. I love this song. It makes me think of my dad. It always made me think of resurrection. <clears throat> I'm trying to hold on, just waiting to hear your voice. One word, just a word will do to end this nightmare. And then it kind of fades and the choir comes in, kind of quiet. <laughs> I, okay, I know this isn't the right Those are the first two words, I know. <laughs> so far, so good. Yeah, I, I, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I know that the night must end. And that the sun will rise, and that the sun I will I rise. Knew what they were saying. <laughs> I know that the clouds must like, clear, and that the sun will. And then he's like, like, I like know, the, yes, I know. When does it go to like the He lives in you? Is that that same song or is that? No, different? He lives in you is different. Yeah, this is the same theme, but it's a different song. This one is um, Endless Nights. Oh. They did it in the show choir last year. I'm almost positive. Oh, yeah. Wow. And then he's like, Ouch. ah, no. And he's like doing like that very um, soulful solo behind the choir and top of the, I don't no, know, whatever. How mad are you? They didn't get five out of five. You don't typically get anything less than 100%. <laughs> you know, um, it's well, okay. What did you think about humble humility, and confident? Humility. God is merciful. Yeah. Awesome. Hey, thanks for coming to the show. Absolutely. We're we're all done here. I believe that bell means you have to go teach um, children who are eager to learn. Anything you want to say to our friends before we sign off? Um, 
yeah, just really grateful for everybody um, and for, if you're a parent, for your children and just really excited for, for the year ahead. It's been so good so far. No bad days. Thanks for, <laughs> thanks for coming back on. Nux. Yes, yes. God bless everybody. Have a great weekend. Bye.